0: Welcome to Games Overboard, I'm PJ. I'm Dan. Welcome back, Dan.
1: Oh, thanks. (laughs) Because, like, I haven't been here for how many episodes? Yeah,
0: I know, right? I don't know why I say welcome back. Yeah, I don't know. This is like, this is our thing. Yeah, this is our thing. Except except when I'm not here. Fight us. This is our podcast. Oh, 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 anybody else. Yeah, we'll defend this pod. We'll
1: we'll take you on. And I was going to say, why, why, who am I fighting? Why am I fighting? No, it's you. They're fighting us. Okay. I got confused. <laughs> I'm all riled up from this game. <laughs> what was it? Because you uh, you met your demise uh, uh, before we could beat.
0: <laughs> should have okay. looked at the rules, the print a little I more. I know.
1: Okay, so guys, we are going to talk about. Oh, just this game is epic. Uh, this is called Cthulhu C-
0: Death May Die.
1: Cthulhu Death May Die. This thing is so. Awesome. Now, PJ, you've talked to me about it before when you picked it up, mm-hmm. and I
0: i was curious. I've mentioned it so many times on this podcast, because um, it's just so good.
1: Holy crap. I'm a huge HP Lovecraft fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm finding out slowly that our parents' generation have absolutely no idea about Lovecraft. Yeah. And it just blows my mind to think, like, how do you not... How can you? <laughs> You're older than Like than us. <laughs> guys, this is stuff that like our grandparents would have been like, "Oh yeah, I remember reading in this pulp magazine about this H.P. Lovecraft guy who was kind of a racist dick, but I guess we all were at the time." And like And they a- just don't remember, but here's the thing that I find weird is at that same time period, you know, I don't know how much about your parents, but like my dad remembers The Shadow. He used to listen to The Shadow. Mm-hmm uh you know as a kid yep. the lone ranger of course as a kid he got me into <laughs> chicken man oh, you know i man. love chicken man we used to listen to it every saturday morning uh on the only station I have the complete set on i CDs. know you do and i'm so jealous <laughs> um but thanks to you i also have the complete set of the shadow on vinyl so that's so so cool um but my dad did know of the Cthulhu mythos, but he only knew a, a few well-known stories. He he knew about the Mountains of Madness. He knew about uh Reanimator. Yeah, because of the movie. Because that of the movie, the, famous, the, yeah, the yeah. '80s movie. But he, you know, he he didn't know about all of these others. And I'd say, I've got the complete works. I think I showed it to you, or I told you about it. That mm-hmm. big book. And I'd say, oh, did you know the story? No. Do you know this this old one? No. So how do you not? Really? So this game, I know I went off on like a huge semi-tangent here, but like, guys, this game, if you're a big fan of H.P. Lovecraft, you're gonna love this game just on pure principle alone. Mm -hmm. It is massive. Now, it's not as massive as Gloomhaven or even Frosthaven, which guys, we still have to play (laughs) so we can do this podcast for you. But this game is incredible. So... Who can we give a shout out to when it comes to the game? This
0: is Rob Davio and Eric Lang. Okay, and Rob Davio uh, is—I know him most from a lot of legacy games. He was the first person to make a legacy game. Well, I think it was the first uh, Risk Legacy. Which okay, is so one he of was the
1: first. He was one of the first. Yeah, and.
0: Then he went on to help with betrayal Legacy, oh yeah, and um did a lot of fine tuning there. Eric Lang has also made some amazing games. He's another just genius in the board game industry, uh, so for these two to team up and make this awesome game is just fantastic. It's just beautiful.
1: It's incredible, so once again, just like all the games that we've looked at, um the artwork on this is. Astounding, guys! Mm-hmm. I mean, right here, like some of the other games that you and I are used to playing. You know, you've got these um these little little pieces you lay down as the board.
0: Yep, map tiles. The map
1: tiles, and it, so it's not like ridiculously realistic. It's very stylized. It looks mm-hmm. very much like a comic book, but the detail on them yeah is i'd say
0: incredible. like comic book covers you know like mm. you know how the cover always looks yeah. better than the the inside well that's artwork? you know
1: that's the, the hey look at this exactly yeah, yeah. it's it's and the, i'd uh, the say cover these art. are
0: these look like the cover arts of comics like they're to that quality oh yeah
1: it, like the details are incredible I, i've got a panel here that shows um what looks like a like a laboratory, and I'm seeing skeletons here of like creatures, but detailed like yeah. y- you can literally count the ribs on this thing.
0: Or like this overhead view of catacombs, and you just see like layers of skulls. Oh yeah, I mean, think of
1: that big wall of faces from Game of Thrones. That's what that looks <laughs> oh, yeah, like. The wall yeah. of faces, yep. that's that's exactly what this looks like.
0: And that, I never would have thought you would have made that reference. Well,
1: look, while it was running, I was working at Warner Brothers, so I was kind of in. A- <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) That stuff even though I was like boring. Sorry for those of you who are fans of that show. It just didn't speak to me.
0: Hey, that's what art is all about, right? That's right. That's right. Art is subjective.
1: Art is subjective. I know I've done it long enough. Um, The rule book on this guy
0: is easy to follow. So easy to follow the rules in general are very light this is a light game it is
1: it is now this was my first time playing this pj i know you've played this a few times you Mm -hmm. said what this was like your five or six
0: five or six times yeah okay um
1: what's cool is everybody's got a different play style now just like a lot of the games that we've played uh we have a lot of different characters to choose from and by a lot i mean this is probably the most i've ever seen us have besides gloomhaven in one game yeah mm. and this isn't like the unlockable characters like you have in Gloomha- Gloomhaven and Frosthaven this is straight up hey these are all the cards that you get right off the bat yeah and there are a lot of how many are we got here we got you got about 10 10 cards 10, yeah. 10 different characters to choose from right off the bat yep and um, so the ones that we went with I mean before I get to that let's just <laughs> sorry I'm getting <laughs> ahead of myself pop culture
0: references <laughs>
1: because the yeah the pop culture references are so fun and not even pop culture but just some like, are historical his, yeah the historical Core references and everything just so fun for me so uh today when we played pj you played as the great russian himself rasputin and it's great because everybody has uh their own little quote on their on their player card and of course rasputin just makes me laugh it's oh, dead again and <laughs> so for those of you who don't know rasputin um It is said that he was beaten, beaten, poisoned, poisoned, shot, thrown in a river, thrown in a river, and finally died by drowning. (laughs) Uh, So the man was killed multiple times and he just wouldn't die. Um, Of course, the more we actually look into that, the more we find out that... There wasn't enough of the cyanide that was in the cake to kill him. The beating was just enough to maybe put him unconscious for a little bit. Yep. The gunshot only hit him in a, uh, a not vital area, and what really would have done done him in was the drowning in you know the ice cold uh, still <laughs> river. Just so but ridiculous. still, just the stories about this man are great. And of course, you've got this. Everybody's got their own um, little story card here. So for asputin again, this sorcerer as he was called even in his time. Mm. Uh, He can't die. And they've got a little backstory here of uh, he was taken by a cult because he because he, uh, what was it? He he insulted one of the cult leaders or something like that. So they they took him and did all these rituals to him to make him live forever so they could torture him again and again and again. (laughs) And he broke out and killed everybody. And now he's using his quote unquote gift for good. (laughs) I love it. And it's just ridiculous, of course. Now, because we're in the H.P. Lovecraft world here, we're also talking about a time that is foreign to a lot of our listeners this is going to be post World War One, yep. so we're not into the big advances of World War Two yet. We're still looking at all of our lighting is going to be done by uh, very, very rudimentary incandescent bulbs. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the times you're not going to have a flashlight, or if you're in the UK, a torch. You're going to have literal torches, yep. fire. You're going to have lanterns. So a lot of this stuff. Is going to be um, what we would call antiquated. Uh, but one of my one of my good favorite ones that I, I I swear to God next time we play I'm totally using this character is Sergeant Ian Wells and and he's an American who was brought into World War One. He's missing an arm and his biggest thing is uh, every time someone hurts him, well damn it, he's going to hurt him back just as bad. And of course, one of the the quote that he has, which I just I love it because this was a real quote but it was taken from World War 2 was they have us surrounded those poor bastards <laughs> and you know it's it's that kind of stuff that and every character has a quote, now, quote a, backstory, a quote a backstory
0: abilities that you level up right
1: and another another one that makes me giggle so so much is those of you who are familiar with um the New England folklore (laughs) here is we've got Lizzie Borden. For those of you who don't know, the legend is Lizzie Borden uh, took an axe axe gave her father 40 40 wax, wax. And then to her mother, was it 42? Something like that. Something like that. I forget the rest of the rhyme. It's actually her stepmom. In reality, it was her stepmom and her dad were killed with an axe, and nobody could truly pin it on Lizzie or her stepsister. So... They let her off scot free, but everybody says that Lizzie did it.
0: Shout out to last podcast on the left if you want to hear a really good recounting of their of oh her, of yes. her story. They they really get they down really get it. down
1: to it. That was uh, that was a um, good episode. I love that episode. Uh, so these cards, guys. I mean, everything that's in this. These creators did an awesome, mm-hmm. awesome yep. job. And even on your characters, these cards look
0: fantastic. Yep. Uh, So, let's get into how the game plays a little bit. Yes, yes, because Uh,
1: I'm so long-winded, and this is why our podcasts go for so darn long.
0: Podcast.
1: Yeah, that's right. I kind of slipped up there into uh, New England.
0: Well, that's where this (laughs) takes place. It does. uh...
1: It does. Be careful. Uh, You might go up to Arkham.
0: Any Lovecraft game, movie. Just uh, property. Anything that
1: has to do with Lovecraft at all.
0: Uh, When the Elder One shows up, Game over. Like that's it. It's yeah. the end. Uh, everyone goes insane or dies or both.
1: Yeah, usually insanity and then death.
0: Yeah, in Mansions of Madness, you like <laughs> when the when an Elder God shows up or a Star Spawn or whatever. Like, like that's the oh crap we're all going to die moment.
1: Yeah, either we better buck up and shut up or you know what, let's just bury ourselves right
0: now. Yeah, and um, same with uh like the Call of Cthulhu video games Oh my god, that game was so hard (laughs) Or even any of the books like when an Elder God shows up the main character goes insane Absolutely Like like Call of Cthulhu and all them So, uh, in this game though you are actively trying to summon the Uh, Elder God Uh, So what happens is there is a ritual Surprise, there is a ritual happening (laughs) and you need to stop the ritual uh, but in this case, you want to stop it so you can get the Elder God on Earth before he's at full power and kill, kill him. him. <laughs> so this game, from the very first second, is action. Oh yeah, there's it's no,
1: nonstop. There's 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 no, no
0: deduction. There's no, no we need to explore. Like the whole map is laid out in front of you. Right, and the cool thing
1: about this is so. Think of this as like a, a a video game, literally brought into physical reality here for you on 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 your tabletop. Mm-hmm. Um, this
0: this one really feels like a video. It game.
1: does feel like a video game. When you go to play a game, you're not going, "Oh, hey, let's set up the board and look at the scenario." It's okay. Uh, what do I have here? I've got an episode. I've got episodes one, two, three, four, five, and six. What episode do I want to play today? Yep. You open that box. You literally have everything you need. To play this game. Yep. In this little box, except for the figures, but that's a different story. Yeah, except for
0: the figures and the map tiles. And so <clears throat> you grab an episode and you pick an elder god. The game comes with two, Haster and Cthulhu. Haster the king in yellow. Um and Cthulhu. The great old one. Yep. I mean, Squid Face. On, he's he is
1: the most famous of all, even people who are oh, not yeah. familiar with HP Lovecraft know Cthulhu.
0: Yes. Uh, so you mix and match those two boxes. Uh, Cthulhu has his own what are called Mythos cards the episode has its own Mythos cards you mix them together make a Mythos deck and uh between those two episode, between the episode and Cthulhu, they determine what minions you'll be fighting. Oh, I hate those things! The episode tells you how to lay out the map tiles and Which, what you need to do to beat the scenario. Right, and it's all in that little box there for you. Yep.
1: So, like I said, it's like going through the menu of a game. What do I want to play now? What level do I want to try? Mm-hmm. And everyone is, it's a different play style, also to an extent. Now, this was my first time playing this. And this one was action nonstop from the second we entered our first room. And every
0: scenario is and like that. So. Every
1: scenario is like that. But now you told me the one that you played was actually the one I was thinking of playing. <laughs> Episode
0: until, three.
1: Until he said, let's go with Cthulhu. You picked the story. I was like, oh, if we're going with Cthulhu, we got to go with a title like...
0: Well, you said you were going. You wanted oh, that's Cthulhu. right. I wanted. That's yeah. right.
1: I wanted to go through. But with with that, we needed to go with the unspeakable hour. We had to have something that was like gonna be epic <laughs> for this epic old one. Um, but I was looking at episode three, which you told me you played before. Yeah, and it was kind of a different feel in the way that you had to go. It was like a big masquerade, and you have to look and go, "Are you a cultist?" lift up your masquerade mask. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that thing is so cool to me. Yeah. Cause now you've got a different set of rules and a different gameplay style, mm-hmm. but it's still the same game.
0: Yeah. And apparently one of them is very much um, like an escape room. Uh, I was horrible
1: s- at those. Let's do that one next.
0: <laughs> I, it must be episode four or five. Cause those are the only two I haven't played yet. Uh, <laughs> but like each episode is its own different puzzle. Episode 1 there's just fire everywhere. Oh and, no. <laughs> and, and it's like, oh god, like what do I do? <laughs> so, it, it's just really neat how each episode is very different and they don't they don't make a story or anything, so you don't have to play them in order. Right. Um right. they're just called episodes because they have such different rules and play styles between one and the other.
1: Right, and it's another one of those things where a lot of the games that we play, you don't you have like maybe a base story. Mm -hmm. and like this it's the story that's made is the story that you make of it yeah and i think that's a lot of fun being an actor being a creative person that i am yeah i find that to be way more fun because a game like this a game like this you can literally play it and go i just got this awesome idea for a cartoon we could do or a script we could write you know an audio play like These kinds of games really draw me in because there's so much that you can do. So much imagination.
0: It's these kind of games that made me make this podcast. Because the tagline for Games Overboard is um, reviewing board games we love and the stories they tell. Right. Because this game, especially if you really want to, like, have some fun and role play for your character. Oh, God, that's awesome. uh, You can, like, it just makes these wonderful stories and betrayal a house on the hill <laughs> which Rob Davio had a pretty big hand in for the later versions of it. Oh yeah. Um it also we said in our betrayal review like really tells these amazing stories just from the events that happen as the game grows, you know. Right. And the same thing happens in this game where you know like as you start to get more and more insane you get more and more powerful. Because you just start caring less and less about your right, well being. Ab- about your well being and drowning, so You to just go, <laughs> well,
1: so that's funny because the character that I was tonight, guys, so I said PJ had Red I had the ever British Lord Adam Benchley. And his his quote is shoot first, never ask. <laughs> and his thing is one of his his um specials, because everyone has something special special about them is fueled by madness. So the more insane he becomes, the more chances this guy has to really screw up everything in his path. I mean, just really tear it down that the more insanity you get, the more dice you get just to wreak havoc on your surroundings. And it's just, it's, it's great. It's great because Mm -hmm. you go, Ooh, if I go too insane, I will die and lose this game. (laughs) But the more insane I am, the more powerful I become. So it's really a trade-off of
0: how far do I want to go? Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, so the game is super simple where you have only a couple actions to do. It's either move, shoot someone, well, attack someone. Attack
1: someone because not everybody has a gun. Trade <laughs> items
0: or do something related to the episode, which is called an episode action. Right. And it's great because
1: every one of these cards that you have for your player, which, by the way, they are a decent size. They're not tiny. Uh, They're a decent size, and they give you a lot of information about your character and what you can do. Mm -hmm. Right off to the side of your your character's picture here, you even get hey, by the way, this is how your game runs. Your turn, you take three actions. You can run up to three spaces. You can attack. You can rest. So if you rest, you can heal yourself up to three stress, which is a big point in this game, or three health and the stress is really great because that stress counter lets you re-roll l- lets you re-roll and pj you did a lot of re-rolls tonight man uh <laughs> oh my gosh i you don't want to go more you should have i don't want to go and say, let me re-roll that die again so i can try not to you know have a mental breakdown but you can trade things between your players now how many people does this game fit this is up to
0: six i believe six? it's either five or six let me see here one to
1: five one to five one okay to five. there we go so, yeah, and in, in between, you know, your your group, whether it be two people, five people, you can trade special uh, items that you get throughout the game. And that'll take an action. That'll take part mm-hmm. of your turn. And then the episode actions, of course, we talked about that. And then that's just you have to take three of those. You can do three of those, whether yep. it be multiples of the one, one thing or yep. just, you know, a combination thereof. You draw a mythos card. You investigate or fight whatever's there. And then you end the turn. And that's it. Yeah. And it's great because like I said, it's all the rules are right there for you on how your turn goes on your yeah. card. So you never have to forget or dig around for the instructions or mm-hmm. look for another card. It's right there.
0: Yeah. The interesting thing about this game is that at the end of your turn is when stuff happens. Where in other games It's the end of a round when everyone takes their turn. Yes, then things like Mansions of Madness, for example, or Eldritch Horror, which you haven't played yet because I only just (sighs) got it. Yes, Uh, we
1: have to play that.
0: But usually in those games, like everyone does their stuff, then the Mythos phase happens, right? Where the monsters do their thing, and then everyone takes their turn again. And but in this, it's Dan takes his turn then he draws a mythos card and the monsters do stuff and more monsters spawn. Then I take a turn and I draw a mythos card and then more monsters. spawn. Right. So (laughs) there's really, I mean, you
1: can, if you play it right, if you really focus your energies on how you're going to play it, you can go, okay, here's the battle strategy. This might happen. So let's Mm -hmm. prepare for this, but you and I are going to do this as a team. And now as my turn ends, I can set us up for a good way for you to take out what's coming, you know, what's coming at us yep. or something like that. So it still has that level of, str- you know, I was going to say strategery,
0: yeah.
1: for, of strategy there. But it's also going to throw you in for a wild curve because you could get screwed really bad by oh, having yeah. something just pop right up. And you're going, ah, ooh, I did, uh-oh,
0: yeah, I was not prepared. Uh Uh-huh. We've done that. (laughs) Yep. I finally got to a place where I needed to be, and then, boom, a star spawn appeared right on me.
1: (laughs) That's just so. So these boards are just for you. Now, the old one, your your god here, gets their own board here. And their board covers a a wide array of things that are going to happen they're going to give you things like your old one and how they're progressing through the game when they actually get to be summoned. Yep. And they've got a counter here that goes from 0 to 7. They get 7 circles to move through. Now it's not, of course, numbered or anything, but as 3 uh, mythos, s- cards, mythos with, cards of the same yeah, with kind the,
0: with an elder sign pop Uh then he moves one space down the track and activates an ability Right. And it's never good. No, no,
1: it's not. (laughs) But that's how he progresses into the game, how that god progresses into the game. And then you've got your your minions that pop up. And, of course, your minions have their health counter up there. Not a counter, but how much damage points they can take their mm-hmm. health points so you can always keep track of those you've got your episode monsters that are this monster specific to that very episode yep. that we're playing and then you've got the episode cards itself which are the cards that are gonna help facilitate your gameplay what's going how on you're gonna into win this and right all that. so everything is here on a nice little board that's outside of your your uh, your the map map uh, your map pieces and of course your own cards. So it's not a really big thing. Um, yeah, it's not a it's not a big setup. I mean, I say a normal sized even folding table will hold this all comfortably. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we're on a plastic folding table. And you only <clears throat> really needed half of it. Not even. Yeah, and it's that a, was just uh,
1: because we're sloppy and we like to spread things out. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, including our drinks. So. In the, way of, in, the way, in the way of, like, your scope, not a lot. You don't need mm-hmm. a whole lot. You don't need a lot of real estate, but holy crap, does it give you a lot to work with. And that's mm-hmm. awesome. Not a lot of games can do that. Yeah. So let's jump into components now. All right, components. So we've already talked about our game tiles. We've already talked about our cards. Yep. I can't stress this enough like I always do. Guys, you probably heard me say this hundreds of times already. The art on these games are
0: incredible mm-hmm. and that to me is one of
1: the first signs that you're getting a good quality game
0: yeah <laughs> now this game is made by Cmon, well formerly known as seaman now they go by uh, oh, come on and um it stands for cool minis or not <laughs> because they make really good minis they
1: do oh the the minis on these games look fantastic now
0: you get um let's see here 10 Investigators, 10 Cultists, uh, 5 Deep Ones, 5 Ghouls, so that's 30. Uh, 2 Keys, a shagath. so that's what? 33? Something like that. 34, 35, no, 34 because there's a Uh 36 because we have 2 Fire Vampires and 2 Hunting Horrors. Um, so that's 36 monsters. And then we have more in the bosses um box. So that's we're look you're looking at like over 40 minis, really right. nice really detailed minis. minis.
1: Now, when you get them, they are not painted. They yep. are monochromatic chromatic. <clears> but PJ went and took the effort to do some painting on some of these. Yeah, I'm not
0: done yet. But <clears throat> you'll but, see in some of the pictures on Facebook that, you know, like they look they're looking pretty good. They look great. They
1: look <laughs> great. I mean, you don't need a whole lot of uh paint on these because uh, our investigators so our player tokens or uh, minis are not painted at all, mm-hmm. but the level of detail on them look amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Even without any nice layer of paint, they look great. Mm-hmm. Of course, the old ones look freaking phenomenal regardless. Oh, yeah. Uh, because they are bigger usually, so they're going to have more space for more detail. Yep. Yep. And uh, this is probably one of the more detailed minis I have ever seen yeah. of Cthulhu.
0: And be. The cool thing is for 250 bucks, Uh you can get a Cthulhu statue that the statue itself is a scenario. No way <laughs> It's like Freaking two and a half feet tall Or something Holy like crap And there are spaces All around it on the base Like this rock cliff face That you can move Your minis around you, Like he comes with His own scenario Box <laughs> episode <laughs> oh It's Incredible
1: I'll tell you what You decide to get this I will put half my money Down on that I'm That's... gonna google A picture <laughs> of it But that So, so uh, the reason cool. why
0: I bring up the quality Of the minis And the sheer amount Of the minis Is cause this game If you find it on sale Is $75 Holy Holy crap! Holy. I paid eighty for it because well, you know, I went to our local game store and I was willing to pay like full retail price to help them out and everything like. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Um, this is one of the few impulse buys I've ever made. Usually, I research the heck out of a game to make sure I like how it plays and everything before I buy it.
1: See, that's great because most of my buys are impulse buys anymore, and I really need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I can't back, get back to California. I have no money because I spend it on stupid crap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, here's a good picture of him with some cultist minis underneath him. Holy <laughs> crap! This thing is huge. Right? I want it
1: and I want it now. Unfortunately, it's out of stock and it's $289.95. Yeah. I love I w- the paint job on this <clears throat> picture, too. I will gladly throw down $150 to help you with this. because yeah, usually it just
0: comes flat gray. But <laughs> Hey, that's still good.
1: Oh, man, you and I could have so much fun
0: painting that. Yep. Uh, there is something about Cthulhu that we'll get into when we talk about stuff that doesn't work. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, but, of course. So for right now, though, the components, we're still talking about that. When you're just tracking your basic stats, your health, your stress, your <clears> the <throat> level of your skills, you get these really cool plastic tentacle tokens <laughs> Instead of just a cardboard, it could have
1: been a cardboard It could have circle, been a cardboard circle. You know, like, yeah, it could with have been no a, artwork on it. It could have been just a little, like, point or a ding here. Hey, yeah. guess what? You got this. No, I agree. You get these cool little, and it looks three like
0: three dimensional tentacles that are sticking up out of the ground or, and, like, out
1: of the water or yeah. something like that, because Cthulhu is always. Always thought of as a monster from the sea. Mm-hmm, yeah, so it, it's so cool yeah. that they went the extra mile to put in something like that. That's as simple as a tracker,
0: mm-hmm. and just like the episode boxes and the bot, you know, the elder god boxes, like. Everything has this plastic shrink molding uh vacuum, vacuum molding. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Vacuform. Vac- yeah. So, so for everything to like fit nicely. So the, the minis don't get damaged. Yeah. Uh, they sit, they've got a nice, uh, a nice seating in there. Mm-hmm. And I love that everything has its own spot in the box. So when it's all packed away like this, it looks so neat. It does. You know? It really does. Um, you that's, just know, like, grab this box, and uh grab this box. And yeah, and
1: that's that's not that's just it. that's not just good um, design. That's that's real thoughtfulness from mm-hmm. the creators of this. Yeah, uh, to know that you're getting. I mean, you know, you're getting a good quality when they can not only come up with great artwork, get give you good, solid pieces like this, but yeah. also know that you're going to want to put everything in a in a dedicated spot.
0: Yeah. Cause like for me that shows that you ca- and I've said this before in other games like it you it shows you care about the user experience right right and that you're proud of your game instead of just an empty box and you just dump everything into it you know it's yeah like, hey
1: pop these out put them together and then yeah. do whatever you want with them yeah
0: uh where this it's like we want you to be able to set this up quickly. Mm-hmm. And then packing it away might take a little bit, but you know that everything's gonna be in its spot. You yeah, know Yeah, it's and gonna look neat. It's gonna look neat, and next time you play, you know where everything is going to be. You just yeah. grab it all exactly. out. Exactly. And it's it's just so like I just think it's so much better
1: that way. it is. It really is. Now um when it comes to how everything's put together as well, like even just the way that they're put in there you really get quite a presentation.
0: Yeah. And I will say, like, even even just the first time you open the box, and on the flip side of the Elder God board is just this picture of Cthulhu with his red eyes staring at you. And when you open the box, and that's the first thing you see, like... The fact that they just thought about that, even... Right,
1: instead of having just, like, a matte black thing, yeah, you know, or, like, like,
0: putting the instruction booklet on top. They didn't right. do that. They had this on top to greet you yeah. when you open up the box. Like, oh, I like that. That's
1: that's good care. Yeah. That's,
0: that's, uh... Or at least that's how it was when I opened my box. I hope everyone had that same experience. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> um, so it's that kind of care and attention that they give that I... Without Before I even finished doing all the episodes for this game, I bought season two, you know, and that's sitting on my shelf right now, unplayed, unpainted. I opened it up and punched everything out because that's what course, I do. Of course, because
1: you're OCD when it comes to that. Yes,
0: I don't like things unpunched. I just don't. <laughs> uh, my shelf of shame doesn't have any shrink wrap on it. Every game that I've never played has been opened. And
1: <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> at least been poured over. It's, the it's, oh. Uh-huh.
0: Yep. Um, That's right. You turned French on. You did what the hell. Actually, just Wednesday, um, Secret Cabal. I'm plugging all the podcasts today. Secret (laughs) Cabal talked about. They're like, sure, yeah, like I'll buy games that I may never play, but just opening it up and experiencing it and pouring through the book and all the components, like that's my money's worth sometimes. Oh, yeah. Just to look at the artwork. Yeah, and just to. It, you know to c- consider yourself a collector. Oh yeah. And like I don't need to play the game cuz I'm just at some at, one, at a certain point you just kind of become a collector and like I have this game that I've always wanted in my collection. And so like yeah. Now for me I'm not at that point I want to play it. But oh, I don't I don't blame <laughs> you at all on that. Um but I think that you know it's a really neat way to think about it, oh, you yeah. know. Uh so getting back to this game though. Right, right, right. Even the box art
1: looks so cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Here, I'm looking here at the corners. We've got, we've got five characters on one side that are facing me. Yep, and the and
0: monsters are on the other side <clears> of the box. Right,
1: and then on the opposite side, you've got the other five characters yep, the and other the five other characters. monsters. Uh, it's just so cool because even opening the box without looking into the box, you're looking and you're going, "I can see the kind of cool things I'm gonna get to play with." Yep, I can see what we're gonna deal with. Uh whether you know. These are all the toys I can
0: play with. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> like these are my characters that I get to that I get to choose. These are the you know, the enemies that I get to go up against. And mm-hmm. of course we've got Cthulhu who is again just a black shape with those
0: red eyes. Yeah. And, like it's so it, cool. it feels almost like when you go to a movie theater and they have like a poster of each character oh, of yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what this makes me think of. but it does
1: remind me of that.
0: Where there's just like one one slide of each character and they're yeah. in like some kind of pose.
1: and every, everybody gets basically their own like little spot to shine here. Yeah, of course. Now we've got a bunch of characters in here that we've only talked about three. Mm-hmm. but we've got other characters in here like this there's a little girl, her entire character's name is just the, the kid. kid. And she, where is she from? Unknown. <laughs> what does what is her quote? It's just laughter. So you already know, (laughs) this kid is kind of creepy. Of course, she's got pyrokinesis, so you know things are going to go down if you choose this character. And those are the kinds of things that you just look at and you go, dude, this is so cool. Next time I play, I want to play that character. I want to play this character too. I want to experience everything I can. And for me, I don't know about you, but for me, not a lot of games can hold my attention like that. Not a lot of games can look at you and go, hey... You played that guy because you liked what like for me example I picked Adam I picked <laughs> I picked Lord Adam because I looked and immediately saw what his quote was shoot first, never ask I saw PJ <laughs> that's mine I gotta try that.
0: That's a good segue into our next segment, which is what works what works? And first thing that you talk about is replayability. Oh, so Um, much. Again,
1: this is only my first time. I really want as soon as we're done recording, I really want to play again. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
0: first off, there are ten investigators to pick from. There are only five players maximum, so you can never see all the investigators in your first playthrough. Exactly. You're going to have to do it again and again. Then there's the fact that there are six episodes and two Elder Gods, so... Assuming you beat an episode on your first try,
1: that's still <laughs> that's still
0: twelve playthroughs you get out of this game, right? Ba- you know, because you go through all six episodes with one god, and then you go through all six episodes with another god,
1: right? And that's just
0: assuming you're going to continue to use that one
1: character that you picked in like the first time, right?
0: Yeah, then if you start changing up investigators and how they play with each other. That's more variability that you can do. And then there are more gods you can buy.
1: Right. I was going to say, not to mention those expansion packs. And that's the thing. The expansion pack doesn't have to be a full expansion pack. Yep. A a mini expansion pack could just be, hey, here's a new god for you to try and take down in those last six episodes that you played who knows how many
0: times already. Yeah. Because now those six episodes are wildly different because that god brings new minions and new rules. Exactly. There's just so
1: much really cool stuff to look at, and the replayability on this is super high. Mm-hmm. I highly doubt this is going to be one of those games where if you say, hey, Dan, I want to play this game again, there's a very high <laughs> chance I'm going to go, when?
0: Yeah. And uh, the, the funny thing, uh, like originally we were going to review a couple deck builders tonight. Right, and I'm you know what? I'm Dan really was, glad. Dan was just like, I guess we'll play that game instead. Like, yeah, all right, I guess, yeah, okay,
1: I guess you can do this. <laughs> and I play and I went, dude, let's do this again, this is so cool, I'm so, like, can we, can we do this again tomorrow? Can like, can I just spend the night? Will your, will your wife be okay with that? <laughs> I'll sleep in the basement.
0: There's a bed right here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stare at these and go, you're so cool. Oh, um... <laughs> We, we re- i really want to play with those that other expansion you got too
0: yeah um, so um any any other things that really work for you like the quality of the minis so the quality of the about. minis like
1: everything so far that i've talked about that we've talked about are everything that works for me mm-hmm. they're just it's so enthralling to just How about, look
0: at it uh the insanity cards the ins- <laughs> i hate
1: those but again it's one of those things that that it starts to make things more challenging and I am never one to shy away from something that gets yeah. challenging
0: um so the insanity cards are as you get more and more insane um you will trigger everyone you get a card at the start of the game and it determine it tells you something about your character maybe their OCD and their stress and their health have to be equal to each other and if not you will get hurt right or um, you will physically hurt yourself to match or like i had one where i was afraid of crowds and if i i would take stress for every other character that was in the same space as me and if i wasn't if i was completely alone i would heal all my stress right uh mine
1: tonight was paranoia yay uh which said that every time i started to go a little more insane at one of those um those uh those I'm trying to think of a word and I can't. Think of things. Come on. Uh, milestones, that's what I was milestones, thinking. Milestones, that's what. Like um, every time you hit one of these milestones of the insanity, well, paranoia just means that it every kicks creature in, yeah. your paranoia kicks in and now every creature is going, "Huh?" and they're going to move two full spaces towards you. So now you're going, "Cool." I'm paranoid and it's coming true. But I just leveled up. But I just but I just <laughs> leveled up. I can do more abilities, but they're coming for me. And that's something else that really works for me. Guys, you you know, remember how we said that this game is like a video game laid out for you in front of your table. You do level up your characters. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool. Every time you get a new milestone in your insanity, you've got 3 levels. Or three um, skills. skills that you can level up to do something more. And that the the more you do, the more damage yep. you're going to do, the more chances the you more have to do damage, to the more dice, the tougher you become. Like, And, of course, this all depends on which character you have. Yep. So I'm really mad because I could have taken toughness at the beginning, but instead I wanted to go for that combat effectiveness. I mm-hmm. kept going for, well, if I take this level up, I'll get more dice. If I take this level up, I can... Not be in the same room as a character, mm-hmm. as an enemy to shoot. I can be two spaces away and still make my shots and yeah. still attack. Uh, but toughness here, you know, it, instead of um, – this is, I think, one of the only ones that does it. Uh, my character of Adam, it's the insan- the insanity meter up here never goes down. You can't get rid of it. Yeah, This character is so mentally and physically tough – that he can get rid of that...
0: Or at least he can negate something. Yeah, or that... he
1: can negate things instead of going, oh my god, I'm going insane, he can drop one back by healing, by by taking a rest. Yeah. So he can calm himself while everybody else... That's not an option.
0: Yeah. So, is there anything that doesn't work for you? Um... I have two. What's yours? At least two. One, Cthulhu's got a dad bod. <laughs> He's He gained a couple pounds sitting in that ocean there, biding his time. He's, he's a chunky boy.
1: Well, come on. Have you seen the original drawing for Cthulhu that H.P. Lovecraft made? Yeah. And he, he's seen... a dumpy little man sitting on a giant throne going, I'm Jack. Yep. Yeah, and even
0: the uh, the grotesque statues, the green jade statues that the investigators find, like, based on him. Not in the game. in, no, in, in, the, in, books in the books and everything. Like... It's called the grotesque statue. Like it is. He, he's an ugly little guy. Well, big guy. Um, well, I
1: mean ugly little because the it fits statue, in your hand, yeah. Yeah, the statue, but he's massive.
0: Yeah, but I mean he's got these tiny little stumpy wings. <laughs> and <laughs> he's got these big chunky ass thighs and everything. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You know
1: what they say about thick thighs? They save lives. Okay. <laughs>
0: All right, you can have Cthulhu if you want. Hey,
1: hey, I'm just saying, you know,
0: some women like dad bods, okay? Uh, I prefer to call them father figures. I'm going to hit you. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I like. I kind of <laughs> wish they would have made him look a little badass and less frumpy.
1: Well, I mean, you know, that's that's the character. That's how that's, that's how Lovecraft he's described. And described him yeah.
0: and made him and, and everything. But then you see all this other fan work and artwork and everything, and he looks so cool and so many other. Like, if you Google Cthulhu, there's this one awesome picture of him like crawling out of the out of the sea onto the beach. Have you yeah, seen that one? What
1: you don't see is the I'm a cat that's been spayed or neutered, and I've got a frumpy belly pouch doesn't matter. because That's Cthulhu. <laughs> Cthulhu's got the belly pouch,
0: man. So anyways, <laughs> that's the first thing that doesn't work for me. I okay. don't like no, it.
1: No, I see this. It's okay. Give me PJ's, PJ's into body shaming the great old ones. I, I get
0: that's it. That's right. That's right. Oh my God. He has a freaking eternity to work on that body. And he...
1: <laughs> hey, he is in the ocean all the time. He needs to stay warm.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, it's just blubber. It is. Yes. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, boy. The other thing, and I said this last podcast? Probably. No, two podcasts ago. Come on, Simon. Either way. Uh, They had a Kickstarter for seasons three and four. Yeah, My favorite Lovecraft story is Color Out of Space. Fantastic story. They had a Color Out of Space scenario box. It came with an Elder God, which was, like, the color. Like... Form, you know, formed physical. physical yeah. And yeah. a scenario to come with it and all this stuff. You had to buy like the hundred dollar game to get that. Right. You had to back it exclusive. off the Kickstarter. And you know, that's so that's a thing that So I, I will have... probably never see that expansion.
1: Right, unless you find it on eBay, yeah. in which case, hey guys, if you know anybody that's trying to sell it for eBay, just hit us up, okay? Yeah. Don't right? don't price gouge us.
0: Or, uh, late, go into your pledge manager, order an extra copy of that, and I will pay you back. <laughs> <laughs> and I will
1: reap the benefits.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> but, oh man, I need to pull up the picture of that and show you, like, like how I understand. they designed the color. And, like, the minions that comes with it, they have, like, bursts of color, like, shooting out of their limbs and oh, stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really, really that's cool. That's
1: neat. Um... So I, I, I only watched a little bit of, uh, of it with you, but the the film adaptation starring oh. the great Nicolas Cage, um, man, some of it like, so the story in and of itself is unsettling, mm-hmm. but watching it play out, even in just the few scenes I saw, wow, is that really, really unsettling and uncomfortable. And you know what? I liked that. That was neat. Yeah, uh, and you know, I know a lot of people say that Nicolas Cage is crazy and he's not a good actor. I beg to differ. I think he's a fantastic actor who takes a lot of big choices, and you know what? He's not ashamed of it. He just goes with it. To which I say, dude, Nick Cage, don't stop being you. You're awesome. Because mm-hmm. if we you watch, you. if you watch any of the movies where he actually does tone it down, and he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, fantastic actor.
0: Yeah, and. He- you can tell that he's like told to ham it up, or he just does it because he's, you know, he's Nick having Cage. a good he can do time it. with it. Yeah, look at that! How freaking wow, cool is that? that? Is
1: so awesome, <laughs> and even the cards look great.
0: Yeah, that they um, it, they have that pink color from the movie. Yeah, like they're definitely inspired by the movie for a lot. Oh, of definitely.
1: It. I mean, even even just like the artwork on that is definitely inspired by the film. Yeah, you got the mutated animals. Oh man, that That's is so, so cool.
0: cool so i'm I'm considering emailing them just being like, "Hey, like i like I just couldn't af- I couldn't fork out a hundred dollars, not including shipping and all that like for this expansion pl- you know just to get color out of space, like please just give me an option to get color out of space but oh man, and that oh, Kickstarter
1: you get you get how many of these? one two, three you get a lot. Six, seven. Oh my crap! You got yeah. Oh my crap! You have twenty-eight <laughs> new investigators mm-hmm. here. Uh you get of course you get socialized like Dorothy. You get what looks like a pirate, mm. uh, or seaman. Rg uh, yeah. looks like a a World War One uh commando here in Dawn. Like th- so, this that stuff, ended on
0: Halloween. That that kicks. Ah, oh, dude,
1: if you would have said something, I could have tried to pull some money for you. Yeah, there was because this. There's yeah, no totally. Way I could have afforded it. Totally back. email them and let them know. Hey guys, we do a podcast. We'd love to. <laughs> we'd, we'd love to really Come on, stuff, guys. See what I did know. there. I see that. Come, come on, come on, come on.
0: Uh, so those are the two things that don't work for me. Is come ons, crappy Kickstarter exclusive. Thing that they do, you know, like, like I, do I don't agree like... with that.
1: I see why they do it because now it's like, hey, this is a really sought after piece. Oh, I you understand why it, they do
0: it too. Uh, but like Jamie but... Stegmeier with Stonemeyer games, like scythe oh, yeah, he had back when he did Kickstarter, he had Kickstarter exclusives. But then he just sells them on his shop, and you pay a ridiculous amount for them. But
1: you can still get them. But you still, you have, access still them. have the
0: access. Yeah, to
1: and it. I like that. I do like that. I again like, yeah. Oh, that sucks that I have to pay so much more because I didn't get to. You know, I didn't yeah. have the money beforehand. But at the same time, it's like, hey.
0: But like legit, if they had the color out space thing for like fifty dollars, I'd be like. Yeah, I'll give you $50. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Like, it's not worth $50. No. Yeah, like, all their other expansions of that size are $25. Right. But, no, for Color Out Space, i definitely pay double. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But...
1: Definitely. Oh, that looks great. It looks great. Oh. Um, the things that didn't work for me, I can't really think of a whole lot. Um, there's
0: not much.
1: There's not much. And I can't say it what didn't work for me because... My- it, there's there's nothing that didn't work. It's the the game yeah. is built the way it is to add tension and to add, mm-hmm. you know, that chaos and I can't fault it for that cuz that's no, how it's yeah. designed.
0: I will say uh the fire rule. Both this and Mansions of Madness have fire rules and both of them feel strange.
1: Yeah, uh, when you told me, when I said, oh, I'm on fire, I better put myself out, you're like, no. Why? Because the second you put yourself out, that's how hey, you damage. take damage. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay. What's going on? Oh, my skin is just searing and melting off my bones, but I better not put it out. Why? Because <laughs> then, then I'll get hurt. hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, if that kind of logic were applied to the Alien franchise, everybody would just be like, dude, just mow them down. Just yeah. mow the aliens down. Just, take a, take an acid bath. Don't wipe the acid just off. Just don't wipe it off. You'll be fine. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, that's the one thing. And I can't say it didn't work. That's the one thing where I went,
0: huh? Yeah. What? Well, and, and it's just like, because uh, the instruction book looks like, you know, if you have a flame token on you, then you're like, for, you know, roll die for every flame token that's on you. I'm like, how do you get the flame token on you? Like, the flame token goes in the room. How do I get it on me? Oh and yeah, so, yeah. And so that, like is that, it because I'm in the room? Do I get one on me? You know, and so yeah, uh, and I know the rules in the book somewhere, but we never really had to worry about that. So no, I think father looking it up.
1: Thankfully, we were able to like skirt that. Because yeah, of our but fire
0: fire rules just always seem to be weird in these games. You know, yeah. Mansion's of man is also like again whole different company like completely different company making that game and it's not action packed it's a very slow much slower game right. but it also has fire rules and they're also very weird there there's yeah. there's weird yeah. rules um uh,
1: i say like for for any game for any developers listening who you probably aren't to you know and if you are thank you um but if you are uh, i'd say take take into uh account some of those role playing games you know the the RPGs that you mm-hmm. see there uh with computer games you get yeah. fire damage and it's like hey you're on fire oh you're not hurt yet End of turn, oh, now you got hurt. Yeah. You know, that's more, I won't say realistic, but that's more like gives you the turn base that you'd see in board games like this.
0: Mm. The cool thing with Mansions of Madness is it spreads at the end of the turn. It moves to like the next room and stuff like that. I do remember that.
1: Uh, Because, so you bought me that, um, Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was for Christmas a year or two ago or my birthday. I can't remember. It's one of those.
0: I know we used our stimulus money to buy it.
1: But because um, we
0: wanted to help out my the local game store. Yeah. Uh
1: so my my nephew and I were playing and uh I, we were doing one of the scenarios uh where you're at the, the fish market like the the fish town. You're on the docks. Oh Innsmouth. Yeah, Innsmouth. Yeah the second and, the yeah, second scenario. Second ago. scenario. And uh one of One of those uh, cultists threw a Uh letter, and uh, I was like, well, we're done, and my nephew couldn't put everything out, and we just burned. (laughs) (laughs) We burned alive because it spread so quick, (laughs) and we were trying to, you know, like, let me battle the fire. No, I don't have the extinguisher. I don't have water. Oh, here comes another cultist. Do I burn or do I get killed by a cultist?
0: You know. That, so yeah well eventually i want to do a mansions of madness episode but one last thing about mansions of madness which i loved we once did an entire two and a half hour scenario never threw a punch or fired a gun or anything it was just pure deduction in a murder mystery dinner party so that's it was so cool amazing
1: that stuff is so cool yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get to do that scenario um but back to this game yes this thing guys <laughs> rocks
0: uh and me. any fun moments that's our last topic. Oh, right. Your favorite moments. moment from uh from the play session. Um so my favorite moments for
1: being with so being uh Lord Adam here is you you get you get your trusty shotgun. You know. So I had gotten myself leveled up here so I could at- I could attack two rooms away and it just got to the point where I I was able to go, "Hey, uh can I make that? Can I make that shot from here? Oh yeah, we'll just say like you're popping your head out and like cool. <laughs> I'm shooting the hell out of Cthulhu up here because I'm not going in the same room as him, uh, and I managed to take him out in all my all three turns since my guy was so buffed for damage. Um, probably another one of my favorite things, which sucks for you, was watching you die. <laughs> 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 no, it's okay. I can come back and then reading the book and going, Oh no, oh, nope, I can't. I can't come back because. Rasputin only can come back if he dies from his wounds not from his insanity meter going all the
0: way out <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: how about you any any <laughs> any fun things
0: um gosh I think it was when uh, we finally felt like we were making progress and it's like <laughs> we were in position to do all all this stuff on our next turn. Like, great, we can go here, push these tokens that we needed to push into this room, and then all of a sudden, boom, like, three monsters are all... Because, like, they're all drawn to the moonlight. And so they're all like, ooh, boom, and they all, like, wander into this room that we were just about to walk into, and it's like, well, great, there goes that. There goes that. You know what?
1: I got the shock, and I'll clear the room.
0: (laughs) And so, just the things like... You know, just little things like that, that... These accidents that happen, but they make these wonderful story moments.
1: Yeah, I mean, how how is that? So are the best laid plans of mice and men. Yeah.
0: I all, <laughs> and I love the idea of... Because um, I've done this solo before. It didn't happen tonight, where I needed to get character X to position one on the mo- on the board. So, character Y... Just ran around the place collecting bad guys because if you go into a space with a bad guy and then leave, the bad guy will they follow you. you. So I w- I just ran around the map collecting people, <laughs> and this posse formed, following me around the map, <laughs> and and then the other person just went off and did whatever they needed to do. <laughs> that
1: was a hey, you go distract all the big scary things, and I'm gonna go and do this. I'm safe gonna go and sound. over here. <laughs> It's it's like a it's like a Scooby Doo cartoon. Like, hey gang, uh, Freddy and the girls will go and do something. Shaggy and Scooby, you guys go get high and attract <laughs> the monster to you. Okay.
0: <laughs> that is um, one issue that, speaking about Secret Cabal again here, when they reviewed this game. One thing they said is these map tiles are small. You know, they are small, but I didn't feel like it did any, I didn't feel like it it hurt us in any way. It, It didn't hurt, but like the one time where I needed to get on to one square space and there were two cultists and a star spawn on there already. Okay,
1: first of all, the star spawn is massive.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then cultists again are big. So like. There was barely room for me to get a mini on the... He was kind of hanging off the edge, you know? Oh, and so, so he
1: was living on the edge! Sorry. Sorry, Steven Tyler. I know you're not listening, but I butchered your song.
0: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I wish they would have made these tiles bigger. I, You know, you I... know?
1: I, 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 can, I can see that. That doesn't bother me too much. No, because, it's not. Um, it's not
0: game-breaking in any way. No,
1: And I can see where a bigger tile would be good but at the same mm-hmm. time i don't think i think that's part of what i like about it is it's small enough here that you it, can fudge that kind of it's not a table hog right yeah. and it's not a table hog like mansions is Mansions yeah. is a massive table oh hog. my god that and game it's is... more exploratory and the more you explore the bigger things get and you go man i don't think we're gonna be able to fit
0: this there is an expansion one where you're on a train and legit it filled our six foot table
1: holy crap
0: because it's a train, it's long. <laughs> and so we had all these train cars lined up and it was huge. It was just insane. So that is, yeah, that's definitely a plus for this game, is it they know how to minimize tables, well, maximize tables? Uh, maxi-
1: maximize their space with using as little real estate as possible. Yes, yeah. And what I will say about that is, um, that's a big plus for me, and it doesn't diminish the game. You still have all of that tension in it. You still have all of the fun <laughs> stuff that we went through tonight, and you're not going to go, well, I mean, it wasn't big enough. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get everything on here because it's a game where you just, here's a problem, literally shoot it, mm-hmm. fight it out, get rid of it, yeah, kill it. Um. So if you, if you play with that mindset, which you're going to have to or you're not going to make it. Yep. It's, hey, here comes a cultist. Get rid of him. Yep. I don't want him in my way. Get him (laughs) out of here. And now I'll take my other two turns to do what I need. Yeah. You know, it's just an obstacle that you have to blow through.
0: Yeah. My last question for you. Would you rather have this $80 game with all the plastic minis? Or would you pay like $50, $45 if it was all cardboard standees?
1: You know, for me... I don't think, so if we started this game as a $40, 50 game and it was just cardboard minis, cardboard tokens, mm-hmm. I would tell you, depending on how they are, I'd say yes, but if we can get something better, do it. Mm-hmm. Starting with this and then downgrading, I'd say hell no, it's not worth it.
0: <laughs> yep. So that that's, a, that's something I consider, like a new question that's been popping in my head a lot is like, is it worth the money, or would I rather have a cheaper one? You know. So here's the thing: when it comes to and that so that it's a question that I just like to pose now and a little thought experiment. So that's for actually myself. that's
1: actually a really good thing to to ask yourself when you're playing a game like this that that you know it's going to have a big you know price point mm-hmm. as opposed to the same like, game yeah. a light version of the game yeah. like. If you want to spend that money on a game that you go, I don't know if I'm going to like it. I don't know if I'm going to like the rules. I'm not sure if I'm going to get into it. And that version for you is available, the cheap version with the cardboard cutouts and the cardboard, you know, what everything, tokens. Yeah,
0: I think the Spirit Island review really started this way of thinking. Yeah, it did. And I'd say if you
1: have that, if that's available to you, and it's something that you go... I've never played a game like that before, so I don't know if I'm going to be okay mm-hmm, with it. Mm-hmm. I'd say, by all means, get that cheaper one, jump into it feet first, and then go, huh, Yeah. either this is not my game style, I don't like this game, um, yeah. or you look at it and you go, you know what, this is something that I'd like to see in better quality. This yep. is something that I can see being way more enjoyable for me because of the quality of my minis, because of the quality of my game pieces, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like I'm not going to break if I get a little rough with it.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but playing this first and someone tells me, oh, but you can get the same game for, for $30 cheaper, but those things are cardboard <laughs> well, tokens. <laughs> I'd say, that's that's great. You know what? You can keep that. I'm going to get the more expensive one because I know that's what I want. Yeah. I know how it plays. I know the kind of game it is. And I know I'm going to have much more enjoyment out of this, yeah. even for just doing something simple and geeky by painting the the minis. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get more enjoyment out of that than just staring at like pictures on a piece of cardboard. Yep.
0: Now, uh, I'm not saying that because there is a cheaper one. It's just something to think about. Like, you know, the question is like, is it worth the money? And uh, I want to end, you know, wrap this up by saying like, I recommend this game highly, and it is worth the money in my opinion.
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, If anybody were to ask me a game like, hey, do you know a Cthulhu game or an H.P. Lovecraft-inspired game? The two that I'd take them to is I'd say, well, how expansive do you want to get?
0: Yeah, and what kind of tone do you want What kind of tone do you want? Like, do you want something slower, more deductive, and creepier? Yeah. Then Mansions of Madness. That definitely
1: Mansions of Madness. If you want something that's action and fun. <laughs> that's balls to the wall. <laughs> exactly. That's a great way to describe it. Then I'd say do this. Yeah. Uh, for me, I love both games. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think they're both so much fun. Yep. Um, But just for a quick play session, this one all the way. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This is one of those games where you can go, hey, let's get a group of people because we got an hour to kill before dinner, you know. Yep. Gets delivered, or before we go to dinner, let's play this.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's something else. It's this could be like if you all know the rules and are familiar with it. This probably you probably could punch out a scenario in an hour. Yeah, how it long would you take would, us? You'd have to be running pretty quickly. I don't know. No, it took us what like an hour. Probably, yeah, probably because the girls were watching. The girls were watching, the watching their whatever, that whatever thing. I don't know. <laughs> And something I'm really not interested in. And they only got through like an episode and a half, right? Maybe. Yeah. And Maybe. that was a
1: lot of us setting up and then going, oh, eh, rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The checking know, rules okay. and everything. You know, looking at everything, deciding. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you could definitely set this up and go bam, bam, bam in about an hour.
0: Yeah. Let's see. What the recommended time hit is 90 to 120 minutes is the recommended play time here. Okay. Yeah. I'd say that's fair. That's a re- yeah, that's a fair assumption. hmm Yep. Uh, usually those things are way off. Like, freaking Gloomhaven and Frosthaven says 30 minutes per player. What? No! Oh, oh, per player! But still, (laughs) still no! Like, the, the, the shortest game I have ever played of Gloomhaven is probably two hours. Holy crap. Like, for a scenario. Well, I guess scenario one with you and me was like an hour and a half. That was about an hour and a half, yeah. But still, that's Forty-five minutes a player. First, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's. I mean, yeah, yeah. Those those recommended playtimes are usually a lie, and but I'd say it's pretty pretty spot on with this one. Absolutely. This is uh, again. Uh, I
1: th- I've I've been saying this a lot by a, by a lot of the games that we play. Uh, but I highly recommend it.
0: Yes, absolutely. I don't think I've come across a game yet where I go, a Boo, it's not fun. It's because I don't buy games. Like, again, I he- heavily research my games and make sure that it's something I want to play before I buy because I don't want to waste money and time. Yeah, like It's not map. like a video game where you can just pop it in, play it for a half hour and be like, Oh, this sucks. You know, like, right. with a board game, you have to learn the rules, and you have to set up the components, and you have to make sure it all fits, and you know, you have to learn how to teach it to people, which is very right. hard to do. and that, yeah, and uh, to do. So, you really have to investigate and educate yourself on whether or not you actually want to play this game and buy this game before, you right. know, so... Uh, impulse buys are very rare for me for board games. Uh I'm and the fact that I spent $80 on an impulse buy and it turned, it turned out, out my favor? <laughs> oh dude, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Uh I'm very pleased with
1: it. Um I want I want to see more. Uh I want to see more of the uh the old ones.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to see what yeah. other things
1: we can play with. Yeah. Uh and man, I'm so excited to just rip open that other box and just be like <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm really excited to see how these kinds of things mix and match because yep. we've already seen just with two, you got so much stuff that you get to play with. Yeah. yeah. So many things can change and 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 just your your playability, your replayability scope on this is just huge. Mm-hmm. And you for don't sure. you don't see that in a lot of these games.
0: You see that on this, you see that on the Gloomhaven and Frosthaven, because that's what these games are made for. Yep. So if you're reluctant on if you want to get like an action pack game. Definitely take a look into this. Absolutely. If you're reluctant on spending the money for it, hop on YouTube, watch some people playing through it. You know, watch a couple reviews, things like that to really make an informed decision. That's what I do before I buy a game. Because you can really get a good idea of how it plays and if it's something that you would like. Right. Right. So uh, anything else you would like to say? Nope, I, I think
1: I've covered everything. I think I've talked more than you have today because I'm a blowhard.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I usually find that I don't talk a lot in the podcast, even though they are my podcast. Yeah, I, know I, I just like to hear what the guests have to say, and I just facilitate the, um, Hold the on. I, conversations and everything. I
1: determined that I, I, had, I had graduated uh, from guest. Oh, that is true. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Co-host.
0: Yeah, yeah. With the
1: co-host. I do not have a comb over. You take that back. Are you sure? Oh, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, time to... <laughs> <laughs> do look oh, at the <laughs> boy. <laughs> PJ, this game is awesome. Thank yep. you for showing me this.
0: I'm super glad you um, liked it. And I really want to introduce more people to it. Absolutely. Yeah. I think...
1: Uh, so, I know... What was it? Two episodes ago, we talked about having our friend Kevin come in and do yep. some games with us. Yeah. Uh, again, we've had to postpone. Um... I am excited to get Kevin here whenever he has the time to play yeah. some games. Now, he has some games he wants to teach us as well, yeah. which I'm I'm really excited for. And I think if we do a whole day of it, I think this is oh, a game that we so need cool. to show him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think he'd have a lot of fun with this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, guys, that's all I have to say about mm-hmm. this. Thank uh, you,
0: everyone, for listening. For listening. Uh, so please check us out at Gamesoverboard.com. Uh, Follow us on Facebook. Talk to us on Facebook. Leave a comment in any of our videos. Uh, We have a YouTube page where all of our podcast episodes get uploaded to that. Uh, We also are going to be posting a Betrayal 3rd Edition unboxing. Um, So that is coming up pretty soon. And... uh, also, check out our other podcast, The Wellhouse Exorcism, that Dan shows up in. Like, like, only once so far. Only once so far, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure we'll have him around again. Um, we're going to be visiting some bunkers in the area, and I would like him to come along. Oh, man, I'm totally down for that. Man, totally down so, that. Cool. Yeah. so, The Wellhouse Exorcism, we talk about our haunted house and uh, true experiences that we've had. Then there is D- Danger and Dice, where we are starting up a brand new campaign led by my brother-in-law, Jack. And looking to uh, really have a lot of fun with that one. So here's to a new year. Huzzah! Huzzah! Yeah, there we go. All right. <laughs> All right, thanks everyone. Have a great week.